Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, wealthies. Well, sit back and prepare to be inspired because today I've invited one of the most inspiring people I know to join us in the cafe. Our topic today is embracing new possibilities, and no one knows about and embodies this than our guest. So let me take a quick minute to introduce him, and then we'll hear lots more about his entrepreneurial journey, the way he embraces new possibilities directly from him. Dr. Ben Lowe has a background in electrical engineering from MIT, followed by his medical degree at Columbia University's College of Physicians and Surgeons in New York City. Dr. Ben then did a family practice residency and fellowship in the Chicago area, specializing in family care and home birth. Practicing with Home First Health Services for a number of years, Dr. Ben attended the deliveries of over 500 babies, including his own seven children. Yep, seven. In 2002, when he was starting to explore ways to free up more time to be with his growing family, Dr. Ben was introduced to a leadership team who brought innovative solutions to market, and opening that door has totally changed his family's life. Dr. Ben's now transitioned completely out of the medical office to run an international healthy aging and lifestyle business from home. He sees his family throughout the day, and he's very excited to be part of the team, bringing forward key breakthroughs that profoundly impact the way we look and feel as we age. He loves empowering and equipping others, particularly moms and dads, to expand beyond their current limits and embrace new possibilities in how they see themselves and the world that all lead to a vibrant, fulfilling life. I have had the honor and privilege of being coached by Dr. Ben, and I'm also proud to call him my friend. So welcome to the cafe, Dr. Ben. Thank you, Erica. I'm glad to be here. It is just uh, really exciting to me. I wanted to do an interview with you for a long time. I started the podcast last year, and I'm so glad we're doing this. As I said, I want to call this Embracing New Possibilities, and I don't think anybody has done that better than you. So do you mind describing in your words kind of what your journey was? Because a journey from medical doc to what you're doing now is an amazing new possibility. So tell us about it. Sure. Well, you know, like anyone who's prepared for a profession, uh, I imagine uh, you and your listeners can can relate that uh, we often think what we train for is what we're going to be doing the rest of our life. <laughs> and at least that's what I was thinking. And I loved it. You know, it, it opened up just working with families and with my doctor mentors and partners to explore how we do birth and, and question some of the things that uh, that I was trained in and then to discover things that I didn't realize were possible in that arena was very impactful and very empowering and affected my wife and I as we started our family. And that's what started, I think, kind of laying the foundation for me discovering how much I love working with people and I love working with them in discovering what they're really capable of. At first, it was in birth and then in parenting and in wellness. Uh, but I realized that as I started looking into another arena, that it could be in almost any arena. 
And there were actually some outside factors that started impacting, you know, our life that caused me to start questioning my path and where I wanted to, to continue. And I'd be happy to share that if, if you'd like. Oh, yeah. I'm sure my listeners would love it because in my head, making the leap from, you know, a, a doc where you've studied for a long time to be that and changing gears is embracing a big new possibility. So tell us. Right, about right. It. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, it, about the time that my wife and I had our first three of our seven kids, um, <laughs> we started talking about cutting back some of my hours in clinics so we could have more time together as a family. And we'd actually been planning that for about nine months and wanting to negotiate with our partners and with the head of the practice. And then lo and behold, unbeknownst to me, things were already changing kind of in the medical reimbursements and business side of the practice. And all of the docs were asked, uh, we had a doctor's meeting, and we were all asked basically to start spending more time in clinic each week just to make ends meet. And that was a surprise to me. And it suddenly woke me up to the fact that as a young doctor and a young dad, how not in control of my time and my future I was. And Erica, as you can imagine, if, if there had been a plan, you know, if they said, you know, we need to do something for six months to turn things around, that might have been different. But there wasn't really any end in sight. It was just tighten our belts and hope, you know, and, and then we hope this, you know, hope we survive. And, uh, and I didn't like that feeling. And that's when I started asking myself, is there something that I need to do, not in place of medicine, but in addition, just to keep my options open and allow me more decision-making possibility with where I spend my time. And so that's what kind of opened my, my mind and my heart to explore. And that's when an acquaintance invited me to, to meet a couple of his partners and explore something in what at first seemed like a totally different arena, but to just start exploring another way to create some freedom and flexibility in our life. I think what's so fascinating to me is that it sounds like like the moment or so that you decided, you know what, I'm open to something new. Look what showed itself to you, right? And yes, then there, yes. Right? So I don't know what the new possibility is, but I'm open to it. And then it mm -hmm. then it sounds like the right one showed up. What was what were some of the things about that that let you know this was the right arena to consider? You know what? That's a great question. And I just realized as I'm sharing this, that there are some behind the scenes factors that might be helpful for people to hear that, oh, that sure. maybe we don't always think about on the surface. When it happens to us, we think maybe it's just us because this happened actually when I first was transitioning to home first from where the practice I thought I was going to more traditional practice. I thought it was going to be going to in California. And then it happened again at this point we were just talking about, and it's this where the new possibility came across my path, but then something almost stopped me from exploring it further. Okay. Uh -huh. With, with uh, the expiration of home first, I remember we were just going to meet these doctors to just hear about, you know, something unusual they did, which was uh, birth at home. And I was just curious, but I remember Rochelle and I getting stuck in all kinds of traffic. We almost didn't make the seminar because we were driving in from the suburbs and we almost turned around a couple of times, but something caused us to keep going. And then we got there, we were going to leave at the end because there was a long line of people wanting to talk to the doctor who was presenting until his daughter grabbed us and said, he really wants to meet you. So we we stayed. And then in meeting him, that's when he basically asked us 
you know, what would it take for you to come and just spend six months here? And it opened up a possibility that I hadn't even considered until he asked that question, but it almost didn't happen. And that changed the direction of our life at that moment. And then fast forward a few years to the time we're talking about, I, I still remember being on, on the couch at home, tired from a long day as a doctor and being on call the next day. And I was supposed to go meet this friend and some partners to just explore a little bit more what they were doing. And I almost felt like I was too exhausted. I was on call. I wasn't going to go. And I was a little bit short and grumpy with my family. I still remember this very vividly. And I lay down on the couch and it was almost like, I, I usually don't have these like visual experiences, but it was almost like a beam of light, like a little spark just flew into my head. And I remember sitting up and asking, pulling my family to me, the three kids or, or the two that were there uh, and my wife and, uh, and giving them a hug and apologizing for being grumpy and then just making a decision. You know what? I'm going to go tomorrow and I'm going to see what happens. And again, something that almost didn't happen totally opened up another path for our future and changed our lives. You know what I love about that is in the podcast episode last week, I talked about the saboteurs versus the sage. And instead of giving in to the saboteurs in both of those cases, you actually tuned into your sage and said, you know, I don't know what it is, but something says do this. Yes. You know, yes. like that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it opened up, you know, went beyond what might have been a previous pattern to to open up another possibility. So that was huge. So tell us more about when that second possibility was presented to you. What were some of the things that made you say, oh yeah, this is this is right? You know, it's interesting. One of the one of the things, and I know you and I were just talking about this um just before we hopped on the podcast, it was the people I met. Mm -hmm. Um, they all had different backgrounds than me. None of them were in the health professional field. But I remember coming back and telling my wife, there's something about them that I feel drawn to is like back in high school. When I remember talking to one of my friends, wouldn't it be cool if we you know, did something together, started a business or a project or just that feeling of being in partnership together and something. And I had this sense that there was a commitment. There was the heart side of things. There was a commitment to excellence and to leadership that, and, then, and it was in a business vehicle, but it drew me. And, uh, and that's what I was, I was drawn to. And I had that initial kind of gut sense even before I figured out all the external pieces and really made the decision to jump. And that's really important because I think, especially with the, the pandemic, and there have been a lot of people considering other possibilities, whether that's to take their businesses in another direction or pull on a side gig, if you will, or explore alternative ways of bringing in income or grow their entrepreneur businesses. What do you consider when you're looking at all that? And it sounds like for you, all those components and especially the people was really important. Yes. Yes. You're reminding me, I read a book, I think about that time by John Maxwell called Your Roadmap to Success. Mm -hmm. And I remember one factor in particular standing out because, you know, a lot of us try to figure out, is there some particular calling for us that we're supposed to find and do or you know or the will of god if you will and i remember him saying you know in that particular book and his languaging that uh you know if it was god's will that you'd be in a missionary in africa it's like you wouldn't be satisfied until you find yourself in africa 
But if you're just going there because you think it's what you're supposed to do, you're also not going to be satisfied. And so it kind of freed me up to realize, wow, maybe there's a lot of possibilities and I can actually listen to my heart a little more rather than just try to get stuck in what I think I should be doing or what others expect me to do. Was there a transition period for you or did you make a total leap from? Oh, good point. Okay. Like, was it a slow or fast or how'd that work? So at first, you know, I wasn't planning on leaving medicine. This was just opening up another possibility that would allow me, again, more options. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and also the ability to learn. And, uh, and it was over a period of time, you know, I tried to bring some, as I was learning some different entrepreneurial ideas back to the practice and the community I was in to kind of help that thrive in a new way going in the future. And it just, at that time, there just wasn't a compatibility or an openness among my partners. And so eventually I did decide, you know what, I'm really drawn to this freedom, even though it's kind of unknown in this other arena, I really want to step out into this other arena. Amazing. No, one of the things I know, because I've been a part of it, is you now lead an international team, which is remarkable. I just, I I think it's incredible. And that is one of your skill sets from my perspective, which is to lead an international team with vision and empower others and all that. So was that something that you like saw on the horizon when you made this decision or did you sort of grow into that? I think, you know, that's a good question. Um, There were three parts. First, I was drawn to the people I met, Mm -hmm. you know, as as we talked about. And and for me, in anything I've done, whether it was sports or medicine or music, you know, having a good mentor was very significant. So I realized here, too, having some great mentors and partners that I could learn from and partner with uh, would make a huge difference. So that the people on one side. Then the second part was just practical and personal, the leverage and the freedom it would give me with my family attracted me with the particular business model we were looking at and, uh, and that it was an arena that was bringing forth solutions that impacted people's lives. that could make a difference in their lives, which was why I was a doctor in the first place. I would say kind of a surprise discovery as I, you know, did the journey, had my ups and downs, my failures, my learnings is that eventually it has led to relationships and community and partnerships all over the world with people that I otherwise never would have known. And so to have these relationships, to have community, especially today that we can have it virtually uh, and, and be able to empower others and also be enriched and learn from others, it's been extremely rewarding. And I, I didn't fully realize all of that was on the horizon when I first stepped out. Well, see, when we embrace those new possibilities, we just never know all the gifts that are that are there. So, you know, for, for me, for a fun thing, so we sort of talked about the story up to when you had three kids, but then four more came along. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um, I want to hear a little bit about how awesome it is for you to be an entrepreneurial dad working from home, getting to see your family, your kids. Like, so what's a typical day or week or what do you love about it now? You know, oh, that's awesome. And, you know, there are a lot of adjustments along the way, too. 
And I imagine people, whether you're a mom or a dad, you'll bump into different aspects of this. I had to learn to communicate with Rochelle and with my kids. You know, at first I was navigating so much. Sometimes I'd be grumpy or stressed or just feeling pulled. You know, when I was working, I felt bad I wasn't with my family. When I was with my family, I felt bad I wasn't working. And uh, and there were a lot of uncomfortable feelings that I had to grow through rather than just shutting down, learn that there's something that has drawn us here. There's a freedom we want to create. And so learn how to navigate these things. And I still remember, I know you're asking about today, but there's one story oh, that's okay. kind of fun. Earlier in my business, when our now 23-year-old was probably about 11 or 12, she leaned over my shoulder in the middle of the day. You know, I still have a paper calendar where I write some of my appointments and different things on, even if they're just phone calls or now Zoom calls and things like this. And she leaned over and she wrote her name, Gigi, in big letters at like two o'clock in the afternoon. And I kind of chuckled and, and laughed. And then I realized, you know what? It, it helped me realize I schedule all the things for my business. And then I kind of try to fit my, at that time, my family in the cracks. And I realized, why not? also schedule or plan intentionally times with my family and let them know. And that helped me a lot with Rochelle to say, Hey, I've got a call here and then I'll be available for dinner. And then, and now, you know, since then it's allowed me to take Gigi to her dance lessons when she was doing that, be involved. I mean, my son, when he was playing basketball, we're driving all over here from Louisville, sometimes an hour, a couple hours away to get him to his practices and games and, uh, and be involved with a lot of different things. And then at the same time, be able to have very focused times where I'm working on my business. And I discovered that the kids seeing that is actually helpful too, because they see that it's worth working towards something and, and learning new skills. And, and even that I'm not always perfect, but I'm willing to get back up and get better at it. And they've gotten to meet different people through our business that they otherwise wouldn't have met. And it's enriched uh, their world and their life as well. Amazing. I love, uh, I, I follow you on Facebook and I'll make sure in the show notes I put for other people to be able to follow you there as well. Um, that a lot of times you'll put up, you know, photos of you and the family doing things midday and then, you know, a business meeting out in the garden or over an outdoor meal or uh, whatever. And then you put the hashtag creating a life you love. And I adore that because it sounds like that's what you're really that's where your heart is. And that's what you're really yes. doing. And that's the invitation both to myself, to our family and to others is to be intentional about, again, it's not always perfect and our moods come and go, but to get back up and to be open to the possibilities that are there to create a life we love. You see, Wealthies, I'm just going to take a little side note and say to you, do you understand why I was so attracted to partner with this guy. Isn't he amazing? <laughs> so, Thank you. So Dr. Ben is part of a, a team that I chose to partner with and very glad I did and ecstatic about um, some of the, the products, but also the people and both have enriched and changed my life. And that was me embracing a new possibility to say, yes, I wanted to partner with with Ben and I just do a little bit of it. I mean, there's certainly opportunity to do more. I'm assuming right now you're talking to a lot of um, moms and dads. Yes. You know, that's a big part of it. Sometimes that's not as much on the surface, but you discover <laughs> that they yeah. have kids and, and behind the scenes, whatever our professional, you know, persona that we came from, it's the life we want to create for our family, for our loved ones, and finding ways to do it that are, are more fulfilling, 
uh, perhaps mobile. You know, we moved from Chicago to Michigan and from Michigan to Louisville in the midst of our business. Um, I know one of my partners that ended up taking this whole business to Europe, she partnered with us because she wanted a, a portable income, as she described it, because she knew her husband got transferred to different countries every few years. And, uh, and that's why she partnered with us. And it's just been a joy to, like you mentioned, we learn from each other. It's like we expand each other's worlds while we're working on a business or a project together. And that's my invitation to all your listeners, whatever arena they find themselves in, it generally brings you into encounter with other people and ideas, and it can enrich and expand you even while you're working on a specific project together. I love that. Are there, um, no, I, I asked you a little bit earlier, like what might some of the hurdles have been. A lot of times also when people are presented with opportunities, just like we talked about, you've had a couple of those where you almost didn't and then you wound up doing yes. Like what stops people? What What's your view of what stops people from, from saying yes to a new possibility and, you know, being willing to, to leap out there? And that might, you know, I don't know if you got something off the top of your head there. What seems to get in the way for a lot of people and what helps them like get over it? You know, I know for me, there was, there was some fear, um, fear, you know, for me at that time, it was fear. Am I doing the right thing? Is mm -hmm. this really what God wants for me and my family? Um, you know, could I mess things up, you know, different kinds of, of fear, you know, depending where you are in life and what you quote, have to lose. But at the same time, the, the drop, even though it was unknown, the desire for something different was greater. So that's oh. what drew me. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. And I think that might be the difference of where people are. If the desire for something different isn't greater than the, than the fear or the hesitation or whatever it may be, then they may continue where they are. And I know some people choose that and, and maybe they realize that is where they want to be. But for me, the desire for something different was greater. And so for that, I was willing to quote unquote risk stepping into some unknown and some uncertainty in order to embrace. And it, it, you know, I, for me, it's been tremendously rewarding and I, I'm so glad I did. And I know my family is too. That sort of sums it up for me. And, and you really named it. I mean, the, the desire, the vision, the, you know, this is what I want and seeing it, that, that had to be, that had to be stronger. Love, love wins out over fear. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You know, uh, there's a phrase I just read recently that ties into that. And I love it. And it's that the unknown is benevolent, which is kind of interesting. Ah. You know, because we sometimes think it's random or or we're afraid. And uh, but what if I like asking myself, what if? What if it actually is benevolent? What if there are actually good things in store? How would that feel as we go forward? What a lovely coaching inquiry to sort of wrap things up with. I love that. If um, people want to connect with you, Dr. Ben, where's the best place to do that? Is that on your website? Yes. The simplest I would say is to go to www.drbenlo. So just D-R-B-E-N-L-O.com. They can uh, meet me, see that bio there. And there's also connections then to my Facebook, Instagram, you know, ways to get in touch with me or just follow if they'd like, and they can enjoy exploring the blog as well. Cool. And there, I think there's some other free resources on there that you've got to Yes, there's like a five-day online uh, wellness kind of dealing with a mind-body, uh, some, some ideas and some different things that they can enjoy exploring. 
Great. So I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for blessing us with your benevolent, wonderful self. (laughs) It's really been a delight. Thank you, Erica. It was a treat. Okay, wealthies, always remember that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. All of the information in today's podcast is going to be in the show notes, including Dr. Ben's contact info, his website with his free resources he mentioned, plus my own free Entrepreneur's Wealth Toolkit. Until next time, my friends, be well. Okay, podcast team, take us out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.